What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Lita Johnson. We are here to talk sports. Big time, big time sports. We are on a lot. We see that the Eagles, here to talk some Eagles. Man, it's crazy right now. Eagles 4-0. Jalen Hurts on pace to have a 5,000-yard season. Um, very effective in the MVP conversation. And is looking to have a 5,000-yard, 1,000-yard season. Like, we're talking about type, the type of year that Lamar Jackson had. Big win, 29-21 over Doug Peterson. And let's size up Doug Peterson and Jacksonville Jaguars, 29-21, had to come back. Let's really emphasize and chop up these wins. The first win was against a team, Detroit Lions, in which teams really, really is disrespecting. Disrespect him, man. I mean, come on. Disrespect him. Detroit is a good team. Good team, uh, good offense, young, not elite, but definitely a tough team. A team that teams are going to have to play. Like, you're going to have to play Jared Goff and Swift and Chark and, you know, uh, Aiden Hutchinson, a lot of them got like it's a it's, that's, that's a young up and coming team to watch out for in the future. Who will be a playoff team in the future? I mean, to get golf was big for them. This guy was a Super Bowl quarterback, big time talent, one of the big time talents at quarterback. Period. I mean, you just forget because he ain't with the Rams no more. So Eagles did that. Basically, outscored a good scoring team. That, that's how they won that game. Outscoring. Because the, the, the running game was big for Detroit. Chopped them up. It was two touchdowns by each of the receivers. Golf, golf got to listen. They was on the Eagles. And the Eagles played the scoring game. And you look at... um. Then you look at what the Eagles were able to do with the Vikings. Vikings are a good team. But the Lions people downplayed that 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 win. But they really they more up pushed up the win over the Vikings. And but to me the the Lions are a better offensive team. Have more offensive weapons than the Vikings. To me they're a better offensive team. Period. You know, we know Kirk Cousins mishaps, as much talent as he has. But golf is a better quarterback. They got a better running back. Swift is better than Cook. And you got two receivers over there, you know. But Jefferson was the key factor. Jefferson and they're like, they have a better receiving core. On a resume standard, they really do. Jefferson is the guy in his league. Him and Adams, they are the guys. The big thing about that win was the fact, not that they were able to, you know, win the game and look at 24-7, but they shut down. Slay sent a message. There's a lot of messages being sent. The first game was the Detroit Lions. For them to outscore the Detroit Lions was huge. It really showed that them getting A.J. Brown and Heaven Smith, all the stuff y'all talked about, Goddard and Sanders, all of them impacted in that game. All of them each contributed in that game. Except for Smith that first game. But dang, Brown let you know he is here. So... But in the Vikings game, for Slade to just dominate Jefferson, dominate, single-handedly 
dominate. I mean, he like he shut them down. You know, some guys you say they so good you could just contain them, right? Right? No, he shut them down. They got to him. I mean, but the, it almost looks like the conference championship all over again. Almost, almost the same score, right? That was just crazy. It really sent something, right? But then the third game. It's just a storybook. It's not really a tough, you know, oh, my God, schedule. But it's a storybook we're getting here out of it. Now they go against the commanders. Who? Carson Wentz. And they are they just terrorized Carson Wentz. They, all the guys came out for a part. Hassan Reddick, the, the, the great acquisition. Brandon Graham being back. Fletcher Cox, steady proving this year, like, you should have paid me. Fletcher, Fletcher Cox is trying to get double-digit sex. I mean, do you pay him extra money and keep Davis back there to groom? What do you do? Do you give him a two-year contract? Or Cox could go get a big contract. If he shows it this year, Cox looking for a big contract somewhere. Or he comes back on another one year or two year. What, what, what do you do? Look at Jason Peters. Look, look, this is how good that 2017 team was. It's crazy. But um, when you look at this team and the commanders and what they did to them, like they disintegrated them. And then look at the game that Hurts had. Oh, my gosh. 340, three touchdowns. What he had against Carson Wentz is like a, the, 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 the period at the end of the sentence, the, the big stamp on the letter, like, you know, if you wanted to, we, we got the better quarterback. I mean, Philly is able to go home, go to South Street, go on Broad Street and talk. We got the better quarterback. Even though Carson Wentz is not playing with a great offensive line, Eagles are clearly the better team up top to bottom. I know he's like, man, when I had a team like that, I led them to the Super Bowl. Okay. And they say, there's people probably hear my podcast. He didn't lead them. Yes, he did. Because Nick Foles didn't lead him. Nick Foles came in there and helped. Carson Wentz helped him succeed the season. The season the season was catapulted, was evolved by Carson Wentz's play, MVP quarterback play. That's how they got to the Super Bowl. But Nick Foles, without Nick Foles, we wouldn't have won it. That's not to be taken for granted. But Without Carson Wentz, Nick Foles wouldn't be in that, that that situation. Because Nick Foles never, the last time Nick Foles had a chance, they were so close, but they didn't get there. And Nick Foles had a great season that season. But he didn't look like Carson Wentz. <laughs> what Carson Wentz did that season, I'm, we can go back to some quarterback seasons, man, and look at some quarterbacks, even the ones you forgot, like even Cam Newton. If you want to, but, you know, just to look at guys who won't be top five recognized as quarterbacks. Carson Wentz had the best season of any nine top five quarterback, top ten quarterback. He had the best MV, the best quarterback season. We're talking about guys. He didn't win an MVP. Let's go back to quarterback seasons, and we're talking about a guy that won't be recognized as a top ten quarterback. He had the best season of anyone. Like, that season was Superman-like. So there's nothing they can say about Nick Foles or nothing unless Carson Wentz is mentioned because he's the one who got him there, got him to that point. 
no question. You can't say Nick Foles because Nick Foles had a chance to do it himself and didn't do it. But Carson Wentz took all the gas off of there. All you got to do is play these couple games. Boom. Anyway. All right. The Commanders, they beat Carson Wentz, right? Now we got the fourth game. You play Doug Peterson. This is big. This is huge. You're playing him at home in Philly. And, you know, Doug Peterson gets the 14 zip, and it's crazy. I, mean, I know he's feeling good on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. They forgot. Even though he has great love for Philly, he loved to get that on his old team. Anybody would love to, you know, listen, I'm gone, but look what you're missing. But the Eagles come back 29 points. 29 to 7, basically, was the, the score after that. Like, that's crazy. Like, the Eagles came back. I guess they old coach. How many messages they going to send? And then Miles Sanders. Look, I was waiting for this game. 134 yards, 30, 22 yards receiving. Miles Sanders is a real deal. He's a real problem. When you see him run the ball, you're going to have to tackle him. And then Gainwell, it was good to see Gainwell being the type of player he is because it shows something. It was good to see Sermon, Trey Sermon, have two rushes for 19 yards. That's all we need. We don't need him to be a star. Just gain yardage. And for him to get two rushes for 19, you can't ask for a better third option. Scott is that third option. He's also scored a touchdown. This running game is the best in football. It's hands down. I don't care. Best best running game in football. If anything is in question, it's, it's, it's not in question. It's the running game. I mean, we could talk about the line, too. People could talk about, I think they're the best in football, but it's probably something people want to, you know, throw in there. But Philadelphia, the way Hurts is playing and the way the running right backs are running, what else can you say? It's the best line in football, right? But one thing that's not for argument is the best running back, running game in football. You got a running quarterback, one of the best in football, top probably two. If it ain't Jamar, Lamar Jackson, it's Jalen Hurts. Then you got Miles Sanders, one of the best all-purpose backs in football. I mean, you can throw people like Barkley in there, throw Kamara in there. I mean, this man Sanders does the same thing. Look at how many yards per carry he's gotten over his career. He's going to be slowly recognized as one of the best running backs that's never mentioned, never made a Pro Bowl. He has to make it this year. This has to be his year. He gets that Pro Bowl. He's been one of the best in the league. It's just the injuries. I mean, you know, you see him in there, then you don't. And so it's hard to, like, judge. And you look at the end of the season, he's like, ooh, who is this guy? Miles Sanders, he had this much? You, you, you don't even recognize it. But Gainwell, Scott, can all coming in and hurt you. They have, have done this in games. Gainwell, since his rookie year. Scott, since he's been there. Now you got Trey Sermon, who's a yardage eater. They can get their fourth and one on you. They do have the, I mean, if it's two positions, you got to say. You got to start going down the line. The offensive line is the best. The running running backs is the best. The running game, period, as a whole is the best. The best wide receiver duo. Look what they've done since they've been here. You know, the, the big first year, first game by Brown. The big second game by Smith. Then the last two, uh, you know, uh, this this one he was out, but they still had Brown almost have 100 yards. The game before that, they both was killing the commanders. Like, like this this is might be the most dynamic duo in football, or or you can even say trio with Goddard. Like Goddard is just 
slowly. Nobody's looking. He's looking at a thousand, almost a thousand yard season. His pace. AJ Brown's looking at a stupid number season. Whoever has him on fantasy is crazy. Stupid. Over a hundred yards, like thirteen hundred. Like he's he's really looking big for a super season. Over over hundred receptions and over thirteen hundred yards could definitely happen. Maybe hundred and ten receptions, man. Like he looks beast. And then you get other guys like that. The offense is good. The defense is, and the crazy thing, that chemistry isn't potent yet on the offense. It's more potent than the defense. But the defense, you can even tell the Jacksonville game for them to mess up. They have the the real. They have the potential to be just as dominant as almost the 2000 Ravens on paper. They got people like T.J. Edwards, Hassan Riddick, and Kazar White. I mean, this is the best. If you've seen how much they've impacted and what they do on the field, this is the most talented trio all around because of what they all can do. Riddick is an unbelievable pass rusher, run stopper. Edwards can do everything. Rush you. <laughs> He's the most gifted guy on this line, on this linebacking core, maybe. Oh, but then you gotta look at Kazar White, the what he can do as a cover guy, as a tackler. Like this is, but Edwards might be the most talented right now. I mean, Edwards is crazy. Um, that's gonna be a good dilemma with Nicobe Dean and. I, you know, Davion Taylor's not going to start, but he's definitely going to be on that team. He's going to be a guy that makes it and combines with the depth. Um, but the Nicobe Dean thing is going to be something to see for them to have that, that problem. They basically have five starters. I mean, Davion Taylor's a good talent. He is, man. It's just wait. The way this turn, he can get healthy. He's somebody to look at. But N'Kobe Dean, and that's just a good problem to have. Edwards, N'Kobe Dean, they have four linebackers. It's not a problem anymore. Um, where you place that linebacker core, it's a top ten. That's not even a question. The cornerback, the duo, that's a top three cornerback duo. I don't think nobody's as disruptive the first four games. Bradbury, and Bradbury has two picks. So the slay, like <laughs> So we come to this conclusion we have Arizona next. The Hurts, the Oklahoma boys. They go at it. The one that took Kyler. This is kind of another message one. Like Hurts has to go here and you know, he was drafted. A lot of quarterbacks were drafted before him. And Hurts was Murray was a guy that was drafted higher than him, so this is gonna be big. Zach, uh, Zach Ertz comes back to Philly. Nobody talking about that. Okay, uh, this is this is a big game. This is after these two games. I'm gonna say, okay, Super Bowl contenders, Super Bowl winners. I gotta see more games. I gotta, you know, some big games. I'm not gonna say they win the Super Bowl yet. I didn't even give the Eagles that. I tell you, the, the game I tell everybody, the 2017 Eagles, I went with was beating Denver like they did. They wasn't no Super Bowl. Denver's an impressive team, but for them to score like they did against that defense, I said, this team is ready. This team is ready. They've been doing it all year. This team is ready. You know, you got to take some bumps and some bruises. It ain't necessarily going to be undefeated, but in this road, as they're going forward, no, 
six and zero. If they go, they beat Arizona, then then another test and beating a tough, tough Dallas is still tough. And they're the division rivals. They do that and be six and zero, like Super Bowl contenders. Huh? Do I call the number one team in, in the NFC? Whew. Tampa Bay is tough, and St. Louis is still. St. Louis ain't as good as Philly though. Tampa Bay didn't even go undefeated. So do I call them that? I could. Depends on the way they win these two games. They win by blowouts. Oh, they're the number one team in the NFC. They just win and they're number one, you know. Um, just wanted to come in real quick with y'all about the Eagles. You know. Um, once again, the cornerbacks, Avante Maddox has a pick. Like, this is the best cornerback. This is the best secondary in football. The best cornerback room in football. I say that. I don't know about the secondary. I, I mean, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Epps have been doing their thing, but it's not, you know, to say they're, they're, they've been solid. They've been in it. You know, Gardner-Johnson made plays, but the way Maddox, Maddox, Slade, Brad, Bradbury, and, and, and Slade, that they all have, look at the, the, both of them have picks. Bradbury, Slade have made plays from the start of the season. That's scary. They can actually get like 10 picks this year. This is just both of them. This is scary. This is scary. And Maddox is a, is, is a, a bull right there. But then they put in Josiah Scott. Nobody talks about that. And look what he did. He came right in and, and, and was a good, was an impact player at, at that where Maddox was. Like nobody talks about that. The depth of Philadelphia. The, the two-star lineman was out this past game. And they still did good. Um, Scott was out and, and Trey Sermon stepped up. They threw the Grand Caltera one game for 40 yards. This, is, this team is just making plays. Pascal is a fourth t- uh, receiver. He gets the catches and he makes impact. He gains yards, you know, impact. It's over 10 yards. He's done this. When he's called on, he makes his plays. This team is, this team is showing a lot, but after these two games, y'all hear more back from me on where this Eagle team will be. I will have a podcast coming up after the two games, after the Cowboy game. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about where the Eagles are and where they got to go. I'm out, y'all. This is Lita Johnson.